Hello, welcome to episode three of Our Weird Life. My name is Jack. My name is Jodie. And if you listen to episode one or episode two, you'll know that we're a married couple who are living in Japan. Currently. Currently. We're from the UK. We you can't the... tell by our irritating accent. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know by now, are you even listening? Um, I'm 29 years old. Oh, sorry, I was stretching. I'm 28. <laughs> You're stretching? Yeah. Or this morning yoga? Well, it is very early. Well, it's not that early, but it's early for us. It does feel very early. It's we... a very gloomy day in Japan, actually. Yeah. We literally rolled out of bed and we're like, there's no cicadas. Let's record now. Yeah. Because if it's if it's in the middle of the day, it's quite hot and that's when the cicadas come out. And no, if it's about time. to rain, they go in. Or if it's just a bit cold, and it's obviously a bit cold this morning. It's not cold. I woke up sweating. It's cold for Japan right now. That's very for true. For Japan summer, Japanese summer. Honestly, doing, recording a podcast, not only in this cardboard house, <laughs> <laughs> but also against the Japanese elements, is kind of crazy when you think about it. Yeah. It's not rain. It's cicadas, it's, you know. Yeah. What are we going to do in typhoon season? Well, um... Because it rains from morning till night. Repeat. Yeah. We're going to have to build some kind of, um... Some like little soundproof shelter thing within our house. That'd be really weird. Yeah. Yeah, so last year the typhoon season was really crazy. Oh, that was terrible. It was really scary. So much so that I dread this year's typhoon season. Mm. So we were off the coastline, we're like central Japan. So we didn't see the worst of it, but so I've got so much saliva, I don't know why. <laughs> it's one of podcasters, do you? But there's a massive tree that goes over our house and we only discovered how big it was the other day, weirdly. Like mm. we've never looked up before. Isn't it amazing the amount of time that you don't look up? Yeah, it's like we looked up and it's like, oh, we can tilt our head all the way back and then more and it's still going. <laughs> and it's still tree. <laughs> but I, I knew it was a pretty hefty tree. Yeah. And during the typhoon, we actually slept in the lounge because it was we were really scared. Mm. And I was scared that tree would fall on us. However, now looking up at the tree the other day, I would have realised it still would have got us. Why? Because it's huge. Oh, you mean it would have it just flattened out the us. whole house? Yeah, that's true. The only thing that gives me comfort is the fact that in all the time that we haven't been here, that tree has been through a lot of, a lot of typhoons stuff. and Earth disasters breaks. and stuff. And to this day, it's still standing there. Mm -hmm. That's either a really good thing or a really bad thing because also, <laughs> maybe it's on its last legs. It's on a hill. That's very true. It's on a hill. But it's on... Isn't it, it on the, that way. isn't it on the incline of the hill, yeah. so it would go, like, down and... See, I would agree with you there, but it does definitely come over the house so that it's weighted this way. Yeah, that's very true. But it is on the incline. Like, you would imagine it would fall down the hill. I can't even imagine the kind of disaster that would create. Okay, let's not talk about that. No, that's kind of scary. <laughs> it's PTSD it's okay, shakes. These paper... Blinds are going to protect us. <laughs> You're going to say, it's okay, these paper blinds are very replaceable. <laughs> I mean, they are. These paper walls um, <laughs> are going to protect us. I know. That was, this, that was the weird part, though, wasn't it? When you... We'd never experienced wind or rain like that in our lives. Mm. But the fact that a building as flimsy as this is able to stand up to it yeah. is... It's mad. Well, I always wondered why traditionally Japanese houses aren't built like ours, like yeah. with brick. I think they have a lot of earthquakes. Why are they not like strong houses? They're very flexible houses. That's, That's what key. I've realised. Mm. They build them to be flexible mm. so that when the earth does shake, as it does quite often, yeah. the house will just literally wobble. <laughs> yeah, right. And that's what happened during the typhoon. The house was so creaky and like... It was crazy. You could hear the house groaning under the strain of the, the house. wind. And the, yeah, you the could rain. hear the house literally being like, ow. <laughs> ow, that, <laughs> that hurt. hurt. <laughs> it's funny you say that, actually, because in that book I was reading about the um, the tsunami in 2011, uh, 
there were whole houses that were just being carried away by the flow of the of the snot, you know, the water that was coming inland. Yeah. And they were still intact, but they were just like floating, like boats. So it just shows how much flex there was in the actual building themselves, yeah. you know, the fact that the structure would stay the same, mm. but the foundation would be well, washed it's, away. It's funny because I often wonder that because underneath the house, mm. there's like, if you go outside, you can see there's like um, little grates all the way around the outside of the house that you can look into. Yeah. I've often took a torch in there and had a look, but yeah. yeah. What can you say? Like, well, nothing, because the torch, I did it at night, so the torch reflected off the grate and sort of wouldn't go past it. All I could see was, like, the brightness of the grate. Ooh, that's creepy. And I could, you would love it. I'll show you later. What can I do that? Yeah. I mean, not in the daytime. See, that's the thing. You'd have to get something brighter than what's outside to see in there because it's really, really dark. Are there two grates that are, like, is there a grate on every side of the house? Yeah. So you could shine you know one put, in through to the where other? Where you put the amp powder? Yeah. There. I mean, I don't know. That's the thing. I'm not sure. But mm. from looking in there, all I could see was, like, a lot of dust and stuff. But it is just, like, empty. Yeah. So the house that, like, is obviously built on... Um, what do you call them, like little pillars or something? Yeah. Like a mini pillar. So it's not actually on the ground. It's just hovering. It's just like, whereas our brick houses, the brick starts underground, like you dig into the ground, don't you? I'm saying this because I remember when we had our extension put on our house back yeah. in England, the brick started like down there, all the foundation was like underneath. I know nothing about houses, obviously. This is just... I know they dig down to build the foundation, but I thought that was just... Then they built the brick on top of, like, a, a slightly raised foundation. But I could be totally wrong. I mean, yeah, I maybe. Maybe. But, Either way, though, I know But what saying. I'm saying is the brick starts on the ground. Yeah. Like, by the ground, you've already got the brick. Whereas here, like, it looks like the house is built on the ground, but when you actually look in there... Mm. Like, there's loads of space. So it's almost like the house is on little stilts. Little legs. stilts, yeah. That's interesting. And then there's like plaster all the way around, so yeah. you can't see that. But because of the grate, you can look in there and you can see all this space. Yeah. And I'm like, what's living under there? That was literally my first thought, which is why I had a torch. That's that's a scary thought. Well, yeah. we know there's probably a snake. Snake. Snake, because we Shrippery saw one. Snake. And if that's the case, then that's I'm okay with that. Well, it won't fit in that thing. The grade. Yeah. No, that's true. Do you think this is weird? What? Quick thought. Mm. The great, the great um, size is probably like a centimetre between each, each uh, bar. What do you call? bar. Yeah. And the bar is probably a centimetre itself. What if something was small enough to get in, ate a few things, lived there a few days, got bigger and could never get out? Oh, my God. That's a great story. I just got goosebumps. <laughs> goosebumps. <laughs> goosebumps. Just give me the goosebumps. Ow, I just hit my hand. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Sorry, I just imagine like a... Something just grew in there and grew and grew. <laughs> and then like it a got hamster so going through the grate and then eating. And the cheeks are too big to get back out. Yeah, but not a hamster, Jack. I'm thinking more like, you know, some... Some really scary... Yeah. Bug. Like a weird creature. Thing. And then, it, and then it got so big it starts, like, its back is, like, brushing on the bottom of the house when we can hear it and feel uh, it. Like, oh, something underneath. Uh, yeah. It's dark. Because one time we were in our bedroom asleep and I heard these, like, little foot footprint footsteps because it's the same on the top of the house. The top of the house is, like, it's not flat. It's, like, a triangle shape roof but there's no loft so when you come into the house it's just completely flat the roof is completely flat like a normal house but there's no there's no loft you can't go into that part of the house no there's just an empty space there's an empty space and we were lying in bed once do you remember and we heard these like little pitter patter feet and i was like oh my god there's something in the roof yeah i feel like we hear that often to be honest the, the problem is is that I a leaf a will fall off the tree and it will sound like there's a bird, like, rolling down But there. that time, Jack. Yeah. That. That was a bit weird. That was like. Yeah. And it stopped. 
and you could hear it go walk all the way around the room. Hmm. If you were easily scared as a person, living in a Japanese house would not be for you because there was there's so much noise and sound. Yeah, and luckily for me, I don't particularly like horror films. I don't mind a thriller, I don't mind a good story, but I don't like horror films. And apparently Japan does some of the better ones and I have not seen any of them and I'm so happy about that because I don't think I could live here. I can... I can tell you from experience of the ones that I've seen and of which I haven't seen since I've been in Japan for that very reason, you probably wouldn't want to live here anymore. <laughs> God. Because it really is scary. Yeah. Um, it's funny you say that too because since we've lived here, mm. I've barely watched anything remotely scary. And I don't know if subliminally that's because I don't... I've. I've either lost interest in that particular genre, yeah. which I used to love, yeah. or I'm thinking deep down, I don't really want that kind of memory, you know. Of here. You know, living in this kind of environment. That's true. Also, you, when you, I think you're at home and mm. you live with your parents, you're probably in a little bubble, a safety bubble. I like guess if so. you do get scared, say you're like, you know, 10 or something, and you do get scared, yeah. your mum and dad are right there. You can just run to them and be like, oh, now I'm safe. But you have to run to me and I'm not going to protect you. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't going to protect you. (laughs) Because I don't like horror films. (laughs) So I'm going to be like, you did this to yourself. Go and sit in there on your own, scared. Yeah. It doesn't, yeah. I I mean, I was in the shower the other day and I've never seen it. Okay. Even though you really want me to see it and I... I also studied special effects makeup, so... I do when I don't. For interest of that, I would like to watch it, and also I really like the costume design. I think it's really cool. Yeah. I would like to watch it because of that, but I'm I'm not really interested in... I used to be terrified of clowns as a child. I'm not really interested in that. No. But the other day I was in the shower. I haven't even seen the film. I just know he <laughs> comes out of drains, and I was, <laughs> I was washing my face, and I was like, oh, my God, he's here. It's here. He's here. Oh, my God, he's in the drain. Oh, God. Oh, God, he's here. And I was desperately trying to get the soap out of my eyes. And I was like... <laughs> and I, like, opened my eyes and, like, looked at the drain. I'm like, don't you... Fuck. I'm sorry, I'm going to say. <laughs> I was like, don't you dare. Pennywise, you stay away, you scoundrel. I was like, you will not fit through that drain, I swear to God. Hey, you will. You See, what if, like, a tiny, weeny, weeny clown baby crawled into under... Our house. Clown baby? Yeah. Ugh. That's what I mean, like a Pennywise type character. Yeah. Small, like a small. Oh my God, it'd be so cute if he was that small. Can you imagine him being like... And he was like a centimetre big. I'm sure there's a point in one of the films where he goes really tiny. You just flick him away. I could be imagining that. He'd be like, oh, off. Get off with you. You just literally flick Get him. out of my drain. Drain, I thought you said dream. <laughs> oh, I'm not Imagine too. if you could do that. What? I'm going on a tangent now, but I'm enjoying it. It's right, we live on tangents. Uh, <laughs> is that like the structure of the house? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> tangent. So this here beam is called a tangent. <laughs> anyway, I know what a tangent is. This here beam. <laughs> this here beam. We call this a tangent. Um, anyway, imagine if you could like lie lie in your dreams. Imagine if you could in your dreams tell people to go away, <laughs> <laughs> and you could control. Go away. Like you could partly control your dream. You were like there, and you were like, "Oh, not you again, George. Get lost." I Don't, give, uh, is that his name? Pennywise. George. His name. Isn't there a George in the film? Oh yeah, that's the that's the kid who he. Um... I just said, is that Pennywise's name? <laughs> is George? I literally just told you his name. <laughs> is that his name? I do that with the kids sometimes. You know, I'm like, I'm like, um, I'm trying to think of one of their names. I'll just say Jack because you're Jack. I go, I'm like, because you, <laughs> you know, you have to ask them your name. I'm going to go back to the dream thing. You know, you have to ask them your name, like like lots of questions in English. Yeah. And you say, Jack, 
what's your name? I always feel like an idiot because there's like loads of kids in the <laughs> class. So I have to point at each kid. Right. I'm like, Arata, what's your name? And he's like, my name is Arata. I'm like, I mean, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But I had I to ask told you, you because you were looking out the window. <laughs> so anyway, Absolutely. back to the dream thing. Yeah. How would you feel about that? If you could literally just be like, yo. I mean, it'd, be, it'd be useful. Let's say you were in the middle of your dream. And Pennywise came. Yeah, or you were being Ooh. chased by, uh, what's his name? It's a razor blade finger guy. Uh, Freddy Krueger. Mm. You've been chased by Freddy. He's bolting down the street after you. Yeah. With his massive wiggly arms. <laughs> and you'd just be like, Freddy, back off. Not you just, today. You just turn around. You're yeah, not, not I'm today, not in the mood Freddy. for this nonsense. Yeah. And he's uh, like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, okay. Maybe another day. <laughs> oh, my God. I feel like if you were having a dream like that, you'd encourage it. You'd be like, yeah, come on. <laughs> Chase <Fight."> me. <laughs> Whereas I'd be like, oh, no, absolutely not. You are not appearing in my dreams. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> come on, you chicken. Run after me. You would you would be like, keen. <laughs> Do you think? Yeah. You're such a thrill seeker. You know, I don't get that about you, actually. You're a thrill seeker, but there's a limit. Like, I don't think you would ever jump out of a plane or bungee jump. No, that doesn't fill me with, fill me with joy. But you, but, oh, God. Jack. I mean, I probably would do. Once I'd done it, I'd probably be like, that's the best thing ever, let's do it again. But yeah, the, I think the, the jumping out of a plane thing, the thought of that just makes me feel really sick. Mm. I've had to go on many, many a roller coaster in Japan because of this one. And this one is me. This one is Jack. I'm pointing at Jack. There's no one else here, or is there? <laughs> <laughs> Just underneath. You feel like that Pennywise, vibration. baby Pennywise. We are sitting on the cool. floor. You know, where we sit on the floor, mm. the thing underneath the house could come and also sit underneath us for warmth. Well, like radiating like, the heat yeah, from our bottom. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> or like if we have the katatsu on, yeah. which is a heated table. Yeah. That's where it goes. <laughs> It would die. Heat me up, will you? It would die in the winter under there. Oh, Pennywise doesn't die. Anyway, we're going off track again. We were talking about roller coasters. Honestly, we still haven't got back to George yet. Who's George? No, I just said George as an example, and then I realised that I might have said the character's name. Oh, okay. Which was not relevant to the point I was making. Right. And we circled back around. Okay. That's cute. <laughs> what was that love? <laughs> so, I want you to talk for a bit, but I feel like I'm talking a lot today. So, I'm sorry about that. I've just gone on on the tangent, as we were saying. Anyway, roller coasters. Yes. Japan has the best roller coasters, the scariest ones. Mm. And, yeah, so... This one time, we went to, what's it called? Uh, Fuji-Q. Oh, I wasn't on about Fuji-Q. But Fuji-Q has four very, very cool roller coasters. Mm -hmm. And Asianica, is that what it's called? The scariest ride known to man. I bloody love that ride. It was so good. Yeah. Who doesn't want to see Mount Fuji upside down? Well, yeah. It was amazing. It was amazing. But Jack, I have never seen him look so scared in my life. I don't think I've ever felt so scared. It was hilarious. I, yeah. it, it gave me so much joy because I'm like, whoa, he actually looks like he's going to throw up. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so we had this deal with everyone not to look at the ride before we went on it. But I was like, I'm going on the ride. I can't promise that. So I looked at the first drop. So I knew, sorry, this ride, do you want to explain the ride first? Okay. I was explaining the ride first, what it looks like and how it, what right. it does. So, as you know, the, the carriages that you sit in, it's, uh, it's like a four-man pod and there's a two and a two and they have their backs to one another. 
They do? No, they're like this. They're either side of the track like that. You're not like back to back, you're like facing forward and it does that. Oh yeah, sorry. Great so, job explaining it. <laughs> I couldn't concentrate with so much snot in my nose. Do you want to blow your nose? It's fine. It's you can fine. just pause it. You can edit it out. It's not a big issue. So I just sniffed loud enough and it was gone. I hate that when you have a really hard bogey in the back of your nose. The what? Honestly, I've been fine, and now I start talking. It's like here I am. Anyway, so Agenica is uh, the carriages are, are for. It's like four man. There's two on either side, and both of the carriages rotate completely 360 degrees. Yeah. And I'm not sure if it's on a program or if it's random or what, but as you're going along the track uh, and going over loops and corkscrews and stuff, the carriages revolve. You're also suspended off the side of the track. So when it rotates forward and backwards, there's no track beneath you. You're also very much individually in your little carriage. Like, it's so packed in. I don't know if you remember this. It was so packed in there. You feel like you you are alone. You can see the person in the carriage with you, kind of, kind of. But you cannot see the person on the other side of the track. No. So my brother and uh, as a friend, John, was on the other side of the track and you couldn't see them at all. Yeah. Yeah, so you do feel very boxed in. And it, there's like, the shoulder pads are huge. You see why when you get on the ride, you you need to be in this kind of very protected state. But Yeah. So the first drop, it's pretty much like a vertical drop. As you go down, your carriage will then rotate backwards. So it's almost like you're going down the drop, not facing down, but on your back. Yeah. Which is... Upside down. Upside down. Yeah. And it's the most disorientating nerve-wracking thing ever you don't know where you are and the sense the sensation is even greater probably because of like your anxiety and stuff too i've never felt power like that on a ride before it's crazy i would take going down backwards upside down over forward because for some reason your belly doesn't do that weird thing so what i was going to say is that you go up the ride facing backwards so you can't obviously see the track behind you Mm -hmm. As I'd said before, I already looked. So I knew there was like a little mini dip, very, very small dip before it went over backwards, right? Yeah. That's when I looked at Jack. So Jack obviously thought, this is it. Oh <laughs> this my. This is the one. We're going, we're going yeah. down. I can't believe it. We're going down backwards, this huge drop. Mm-hmm. Looked at Jack and I've never seen him so scared in my entire life. And it was like this tiny little mini dip. And I was like, wee! And I I was so happy because <laughs> I knew. And I looked at Jack and he, I've honestly never seen him so scared in my life. And it made me really happy because I was like, wow, he never gets scared of anything. He loves horror films. He's a thrill seeker and he's actually scared. I can't believe it. Yeah. And I couldn't stop laughing after that. You know, it took me off guard. It, what? Not only had I not looked at the... The, you know, the way the track was formed at the start. Yeah. But usually on the roller coaster, you go up the, the main hill and you just you look around for ages and you, it can be really tall, but you, you sort of know, your brain knows whereabouts you are. With this mm. thing, you're going up the hill, facing backwards. I didn't know what was coming. Mm-mm. And so this first little drop, I'm like, oh my God, it's happening right now. And then it didn't happen. Yeah. So that lulled me into this weird sense of like... Oh, it's it's not too bad. And then the real one came. Yeah. And it's pretty high. Yeah, it's really high. And yeah, so as it as it goes over the edge, your chair and it doesn't go smoothly either, if you remember. The chair like almost like a like, like a, a t- like a ticking clock. It like cranked backwards. Yeah, I don't quite remember that actually. It it didn't feel like it didn't feel um it wasn't loose, was it? It's not just like a, a free road. There no, was like a program. There's on it, like I a think. little program you can feel, like a computer, obviously moving you, like moving it. Yeah. But it wasn't uncomfortably like. <coughs> so, it starts to tilt back, and you're just there, like hanging over the edge, upside down, and you can see that was 
the most incredible thing I've ever seen, like Mount Fuji upside down. It was incredible. And I just enjoyed the whole ride. And I enjoyed it even more knowing that Jack <laughs> felt this terror. <laughs> because I was like, he drags me on these things all the time. And I just have to put up with it. And he knows I'm scared and I just have to do it. And I was thinking, wow, he's actually scared. Yeah. I'm it, usually, it just, I'm... I get like a, I got like an epiphany. I was like, oh, he's actually scared. I thought he wasn't scared of anything. I thought he was seeking that thing that made you scared. And then that made me happy as well. Because I was like, oh, I he's kind of am it. though, because like you say, I, I rarely, rarely get scared. I don't really jump very easily. No. Um, Although you did this morning. This morning, what on this morning? My phone vibrated and oh, that was weird. Jack took a nosedive to the ground, threw his <laughs> arms in the air. I was like, what is going on? He's like, what was that? I was like, what do you mean? Let's take a few steps back in the story because Jodie just called me in from, to the toilet. She said, there's a spider in the toilet. So I was thinking about bugs and insects as I feel like I'm spending most of my days thinking about recently. yeah. yeah. And then out of nowhere, I hear this <laughs> sound that goes right past my right ear. And so I just duck because I think there's a bee or something in the <laughs> Again, in the, in the, the kitchen look of with terror. Us. Yeah. <laughs> it turns out that it was the vibration of Jodie's phone against, like it had reflected against the corner of the toilet wall. Yeah. And it come back and apparently ricocheted in my ear. Yeah. It was very funny. He was looking around for an insect, and I was about to wee myself, so I was trying to contain my laughter. I mean, I needed the toilet too, so it was, it was just bad times all around. Oh, it's like very funny. I was like, it was my phone, and he was like, how, what, where, huh? <laughs> like, I was like, this is hilarious. <laughs> I think I was barely awake myself. I'm trying to set up all the podcast equipment. I'm like, this goes here, this mm. goes there, and you're like, spider. Yeah. My brain was all over the place. I'm not really scared of spiders, but those little black ones, they just, they're Very so quick. fast. Yeah. I'm like, I can't wee with that in here. It'll crawl all over my feet. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to say then? Did you put it outside? Yes, I did. Thank you. No problem. I considered spraying it, but then I thought. I didn't even uh, ask you that time, so. You mean I could have got away with spraying it and not? No, 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 no. I'd rather you put it outside if you can. Fine. They don't live that long. You want to protect them, you know. But what was I saying? Oh, yeah, so I wanted to talk about the other roller coaster that you dragged me to. The and that was one. also a very good day for me. Go on. So we went to... Oh, um... <laughs> I'm pointing at Jack because I can't remember the name of it. I know, I'm trying to think of the name too. Na Ni N Nagashima. Sorry, I said that weird. Can you say it properly? Nagashima. Nagashima. I was like, Nagashima. <laughs> <laughs> um, they have, it used to be the tallest roller coaster in the world at, at one point. I think it's now the second or third. Mm. But I mean, it's, either uh, way. It would have been the tallest one we've been uh, ever been on and it probably By ever far. would go on in our life. It's called the Steel Dragon. It's called the Steel Dragon. And it has like three... Big drops, but mm. the first one is humongous. I can't remember exactly how tall it was. Very but, tall. So Jack and our friend really wanted to go on this roller coaster. Me and Emily were not so keen to go on it, mm. but I, I'm quite experienced in being dragged on roller coasters, so I was, I was okay to go on it. And somehow we'd also talked Emily into it. I think by that point. And the morning of we were due to go, um, Jack and John noticed there was a height restriction on this ride of 185, was it? I think it was 185, yeah. And Jack and John are both beasts. <laughs> are more than that. <laughs> so. So they were, heightest. Yes. And they were like, oh, No. Like, you guys are going to have to ride it for us. And they were really, like, gutted about it because obviously we'd come just to ride this ride. I think I'm 187 and John is, he must be, like, 190-something. Yeah. He's, he's, he's really tall. 
So <laughs> me and Emily, the short asses over here, <laughs> were like, oh, God, we're going to have to ride this bloody thing. So um, anyway, the morning of, it, it was too windy in the end. It was. And it was closed. Even when we got there, they might just go over to it just to check, but it was closed. And we were like, oh, no, like me and Emily. What a shame. Because <laughs> John was like, ha ha, you can't ride it either. And we were like, oh, no, oh, gosh. <laughs> we were what, so looking forward to it. Whatever will I do? <laughs> um, but we ended up going on this other ride, and that was really good. That was called Hakuge. Hakuge, which is like, what was it? White whale? Yeah. That was really good. That was like an old so good. wooden roller coaster that had been converted into a steel track roller yeah. coaster. So even though it looked very kind of old, yeah, it could do the inversions it could do were just not things that a wooden roller coaster mm. would not be capable of. No. So it could go really fast and yeah. it could turn on like a hairpin. Yeah. It was really quick. It was a great ride. It was oh it was incredible. It was yeah. so good. And it was like the track was completely flat too so it was just so smooth that was a surprising part because you know usually you're on a wooden roller coaster it's really rickety and it's, a, it's a bit of a headache isn't it yeah. you come off you're like oh I feel like you've been shaken yeah sorry but um that was very smooth and almost enjoyable dare i say it that no, was great almost enjoyable <laughs> <laughs> well our friend emily was not so keen but um she made that ride for me I, I really hope she doesn't mind me saying but we were going up and it was the park's built right on the sea which i think is so stupid for a roller coaster that big like it's going to be windy every day surely that's yeah that's true like duh that's very common in japan they're all by the sea are they disney's by the sea oh true i wonder why i don't know there must be a reason maybe they don't like the screams <laughs> send them out to sea are <laughs> too impolite <laughs> Like the one's right on the mountain, the one we went to. I guess they have to be out of the way. What's that noise? Hello? That's you talking about bloody Pennywise under the floor. What is that? One second. Jack's going to investigate. Is it... Oh, it's raining. Oh, it's rain. Okay. It's just a wee bit of rain. <laughs> a wee bit of rain. Um... Yeah, so we were we were going up this roller coaster and you mm. could see the sea and it looked beautiful. And Emily was like crouched down as low as humanly possible next to me. In the brace position. Yeah, <laughs> saying every swear word you can imagine. <laughs> and we were just going up. And I was like, wow, look at the sea, it's so beautiful. And she and she poked her head out and looked and then went back under and it was it was so cute. And then we went down and she was like, oh, wow. She was like swearing and like oh he's so funny like i couldn't stop laughing i was like are you okay and i was like holding her hand but gosh she was brave to go on that because from the outside it didn't look that bad but all the like twines and turns and upside down bits they were all on the inside they were of the ride so you, you really couldn't see it from the outside and ow see my hand um and then she went on another one after that too yeah which again I was like, oh, it won't be that bad. It was awful. I didn't like the bat one. No, I didn't like that. It was called Acrobat, wasn't it? It was just a lying down, you it know, you lie down on a roller coaster. Almost like you're flying, but it was, just, I don't know, it was just I thought it would be terrible. like air in the UK, but it, it wasn't like air. It was very uncomfortable and rickety. And the, the weight when you, because you, it like didn't really hold you in tight. No. So your whole body was like forward. And then when it went upside down, you like, your back you, like hit against yeah. the thing you weren't like securely in the yeah that was that wasn't a very enjoyable experience to be honest no but the the funny thing is when we got to the end of um the white whale ride yeah i felt really bad because like you said we sort of told them it'll be fine it's not that bad it's this we've been on worse we've been on worse yeah. and i got to the end of that one i was like Honestly, that was one of the most like thrilling rides I've it ever been really on good. in my life. But enjoyable. Yeah, that thing was unusual that it didn't. It never seemed to break. Like it didn't slow down ever. It just like launched you off the first drop. Yeah. And then it was just like, 
good look from here. Like a Hot Wheels, you know, when you like <laughs> let go of the Hot Wheels, it's just like, woo. It's like good they luck. stop in this train. That was it. Ironically, so you have really great rides like that and then you have really not so great rides too. Yeah. Like John and I went into a, a walk through ghost house. Yeah. Haunted house thing. And it was just terrible. Like it was so bad. That's a shame. Because yeah. from the outside it looked really cool. You know people do that thing when they they do they go through scary things. Yeah. And they're like, ha, they laugh it off to make themselves feel better. We were like laughing our heads off. I don't I don't mean to like as a defence, we were laughing because these things were so funny. There was mechanical puppets that looked like <laughs> they'd been in a fight with one another. Yeah. Like the Pete chunks were missing out of their the heads what? so you could still you could see the mechanisms inside working. What's wrong with people? And I don't know if there's something in the Japanese imagination which makes their form of horror more sinister yeah. than like a Western style. But some of the ideas that they had with these puppets mm. were really quite frightening. Yeah. But the way that they were executed <laughs> and that the things that were showing made them laughable. Mm. Yeah. I know what you mean. So that was... It's probably a bit old, isn't it, that house? Oh, yeah. But from like, the outside, it didn't look too bad. Outside, it looked, looked quite cool. intimidating. Yeah. It was like a... It was just like a Japanese-style house, wasn't yeah. it? Um, and it looked really cool, like haunted from the outside. I wish I could design one. What? You can? Why can't you? That's, but yeah, I mean, you need a, you need a building. I did a haunted house with my kids. Came out crying. <laughs> they did? They did? 25. <laughs> no, they probably were. <laughs> probably younger than that, actually, some of yeah. them. Why has a horror theme park never been successful? Do you, do you reckon someone's tried and it was a total fail? Do you know what? There's, I think there's a really fine line between tacky horror. I agree. And like... Actual scary. Yeah. Yeah. I think there is a horror house in Japan that's meant to be really scary. I think it is the one in Fuji Q, actually. It was closed the day we went. Oh, that it lasts for about an hour, doesn't it? Yeah, and that apparently one. it's awful. The, the, I think the Saw one as well. In Thorpe Park, it's meant to be really scary. That is supposed to be. I wish we and, could and in America too, they have they have really good ones. I've heard. Oh God, I told I don't know if I told you about this. I must have told you. It was a really long time ago. What's that? Um, there was this house that you had to sign a paper to say that if you were killed during this haunted house thing, that it, they weren't responsible for it. What? Yeah, and they and they did awful things like like. I can't even remember now. Oh, my gosh, I really want to find it to show you. Oh, I think I did show you. Is this the one? We saw like a, we saw a video about it. Yeah. And the guy is, I mean, he's pretty crackers, to be honest. He's, yeah, he's, like like, he's got a big guy. Yeah, like him and I think it, maybe his wife or something. I don't and know. And he ties them up and puts bags on their head and then like drags them into rooms yeah. and drowns them. And, yeah, literally and drowns them. They, not, not literally drowns them, but like. Until they holds them underwater yeah. for a while, and they go through all these awful experiences. Yeah, and then they get like what, like a t-shirt or something, to say they survived. Honestly, I think they can like. I don't even know. I don't think they can tap out of it once they're like in it. I think it's very difficult to. There is something in it which makes it very difficult to actually stop once yeah. they've started because that's and they part lock of the them contract. in a coffin and all sorts. Like, can you imagine, like, going into a haunted house and it being like that, like, having no control over your body? I mean, usually but I they come out be They're through. beaten up and stuff, right? Yeah, they, they were in really bad shape. But I think I would, you'd probably need counselling after something like that. I think you have to be a certain kind of person to get enjoyment out of that. Like, I enjoy horror stuff, but I enjoy it because I know that there's a disconnect eventually. Yeah, I know what you mean. That's that's the that's the fun part. But putting your own body through a trauma. But actually going through some kind of psychological and physical, by the looks of that one, torture. But like, what concerns me more is that they like doing it. I couldn't do that to another human being. They must make a lot of money. Why? Why else would it be worth it? No, but like having the idea in the first place. Like, oh yeah, I want to torture people and drag them through yes. the dirt and stuff like that. Who does that? That's pretty dark. That's either, that's one of two things. 
I mean, I I don't. D- I've got to say, first of all, me being like, oh, who does that? I don't understand it. No. So I just want to say that I don't understand it. I've never, I, that's my being like, oh, I don't know. Oh, who would do that? Because I, I don't get it myself personally. But go on. Yeah, I, th- I think it's one of two things. It's either the person who came up with the idea gets off on it. Like sexually. Like sexually, maybe. <laughs> or they had an idea. Like, you know, I, I said, yeah. why has no one ever come up with a haunted theme park, ghost yeah. theme park? It's come from an idea like that. Yeah. And then they've just taken it to ten. Yeah. And it's it's... Or maybe it started off not so bad. Mm. And then they had some clientele come along that were like, could you make it more? Could you, yeah. make, it, could you make it worse? And he's like, well, yeah, I suppose so. I can put a bag on your head and see, see if that makes it worse. Mm. And then next time they're like, that was great. Can you, can you make it worse? Until years down the line, you've got this absolute hellish experience. Well, the thing is... Where do you draw the line with that's pretend and that's real? Like you, you are actually doing those actions and you're getting used to like dragging someone around and beating them up and then yeah. going, okay, and you pretend, yeah, go on. Like, but you've still done those things. It's you know what I mean? Really like I, I could it. never do that. Even if it was just pretend, I could never do that. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't get enjoyed... There is an enjoyment seeing people scared mm. to an extent, mm. but when it comes to actually inflicting like like psychological or mental uh, physical pain on someone, that's mm. not that's not enjoy- That's just sadistic. Yeah. But clearly, those places exist, like that one. Would you do it? No. 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 I, don't get me wrong. I've definitely got a desire to let's say go to America and try out some of these the scare experiences. Mm. I've absolutely got a desire to do that. But I would not enjoy being beat up and, you know, put to like the, the limits of my physical threshold. That just sounds awful. Yeah, and have no say in it. Just like we ch- chained yeah, up and just be in a position where you um when you come away from it, you might not be the same person. That yeah. sounds terrible. You know, you could sell anything, couldn't you? Like, there's always going to be a market for something. Yeah, there's always an selling. avenue for what Even you're if you're like, well, oh, this is a terrible idea. It's not going to be super popular. There'll be someone out there yeah. that will want it. Absolutely. So, you know, it might sound like a great idea, but how many people realistically are going to want to get beaten up like that? It's like you say, there's something... Well, I think there's probably a lot of people actually... <laughs> <laughs> it's obviously very successful. It's I don't know. The popular. I don't know if it's still open though. I, don't, I have no idea what it was called. I can imagine they had some pretty heavy lawsuits brought against them. Do you think? Absolutely. You just imagine. I don't want to say the name of the thing. You've got some. You got a friend, and you don't quite realise the extent of their um, sadism. And like, oh, come along to this scary <laughs> maze thing, and you get in there, and it's it's basically like being. Like a prisoner of war. Oh, no, you can't go in without knowing. You have to sign a thing. I know, but you could imagine a scenario where they're just, they're like, oh, yeah, I, I can, I, or, like, they're acting the hard man. Mm. They can't back out now because their friend's like, oh, you know. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> um, yeah. And then once they're in there, they realise that they're, they've signed their life away, basically. So going back to your haunted roller coaster theme park idea yes. patented <laughs> that's the wrong yep. word copyright copyright or it's mine now um do you think that that would be as overwhelming because here's my point mm. you go into a haunted house thing and it what lasts like 20 minutes max 30 minutes some of them more yeah but then you come out and you're like oh what a relief i'm gonna go on a the teacups now, yeah. I'm going to go on the teacups. So you can walk away from it. Yeah, there is a disconnect. Whereas if you went into a theme park, you would be in there for a whole day. I've always thought this about horror nights. Yeah. Because 
you like it would irritate me I think like you walk in every five minutes rah, rah, like and you're like okay yeah I'm scared and then you go into a horror house oh mm. that was scary and then you go into another one oh yeah that was scary like I feel like it would be like overload for me so there'd be no break away from that yeah there's fear. no break so those horror nights are an example I guess of what the park would be like all year round and I think that would be exhausting Here's how I'd combat that because I've thought the same Go thing ahead. before. Because constant, constantly being scared would be exhausting and annoying, and eventually it wouldn't be scary anymore. You'd be like, "Leave me alone." Mm-hmm. I think you'd have to have layers or levels or intervals. Let's say the entrance to the park had like a, a Halloweeny scary theme, but it was quite tame, and it was ta- like you know the way that that. Um, some bigger companies they do a Halloween theme. It's acceptable for a lot of age ranges and Yeah. It's more colour based than it is like I'm trying to scare people. Yeah. You have that as the main gist of the park. But then there are like regions that you can go into. Yeah. Deeper into the park that sort of ramp up the level of intensity. Yeah. Or you have Say at three times in a day, you'll have very scary activities or activities like scary mm. coloring, um, <laughs> <laughs> scary rides thing. or attractions that will open three times a day. Yeah, that are like the the pinnacle of what the park has to offer. Yeah, and when they're done, then people can come back into the, like the the sort of safety and the. But that's the thing. Wouldn't that be tacky then? You know, you go in and there's, like, a blow-up ghost and you're like, mm, okay. I mean... It, like, do you know what I mean? Like, if I if I went to somewhere like that, I'd want to be, like, immersed from start to finish. Yeah. That's how I would imagine it to be. Not, like, dull it down so that it's, like, for kids. Like, it's not for kids. It's obviously not a park for kids. No. I'd, okay. Maybe I didn't explain that very well. No, I understand. You'd have really good theming, but you could have, like, a a worn-down old village... Okay. That was more suggestive of horror rather than here's a werewolf, here's a ghost, here's a yeah. all the stereotypes you get. Because I yeah. don't like those things either. I think they're tacky. Because we've never been to a, like a horror night. Well, we did. We went to one and it was terrible because it was really busy. Actually, you really liked the haunted house you went into. I liked one of them. One I, of them I was very go good. I was I was ill. But the it was the it was the place. I don't think it was so much the events, it was the place that I didn't like. Yeah, it was really busy. Yeah. And you that took you like three hours for one haunted house. Yeah, it was just badly organised. But we haven't been to like a horror nights at like a like a legendary horror nights, let's say. No. So how would you because you've always wanted to go to one. Yeah. But I think I would absolutely hate it. Not because of being scared. Because of the tack. Yeah. Like, I've been a, an actor, like, a not a scare actor, but like that. Mm. And I don't know, I just find it really tacky. Like, when you're walking down the street and they're like... And, like, it's like, okay. I know what you mean. Because from the videos I've seen, like, I've watched walk through things of some of the really popular ones. Yeah. And... Sorry, just interrupt you. I don't... I don't think I'm, I made that clear. Not the maze itself, just the street. Yeah, like you know, you're, you're walking, walking around. There's like loads of scare actors yeah. and it's like too much. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's like this and this and this and it's like it's too much. I agree. It's like oversaturated and it's like I, I can't, I just want to eat my popcorn. Yeah. Like <laughs> and and I'm I, like there's this guy coming over to me with like blood on his face like blah. So okay. That is really tacky. It's like if I want to go into the maze, I'll go in, but and then have a couple of people like dotted around, then it's scarier, right? Yeah. You don't expect it. Mm-hmm. But having like fifty people in the street, just like looking like zombies. I don't know. Maybe it looks cool. Do you know, what? I've never been. So no, I, I think I agree with you because for me, when I go to a theme park, I always like to see what s- scary horror-ish attractions they have yeah and the the intimidation part of that attraction 
comes from the fact that it's behind a wall. Mm. So when you walk up to any roller coaster or something, there's usually like a big entranceway yeah. and it's like, I don't know, the scary ride and yeah. it's all decorated, you know, and you walk through a barrier yeah. and you feel like you've got, you've started the experience from then. Mm. I think you have to have that with, yeah. let's say, a horror thing because suddenly you've gone into like a different realm yeah, and you, you're in a different state of, you know, you're thinking about being scared. Mm. So I do agree that having, let's say, scare actors all dotted all over the place, jumping out at you and in, like, naff makeup, that would get old really quickly. Yeah. I think. But that's why they have one night, isn't it? Yeah. I guess, well, we've never been to one, so we don't know. I, yeah. I think the makeup and costume is pretty good, actually. Yeah. I, I don't know. I've not seen them, but... I would, I, would I imagine so. that they're really good. But I think that is the thing in the Horror Nights is that you walk through the main mm. entrance, don't you? Yeah. But I don't know. There's something in particular with the one that we're talking about that you... <coughs> I don't know. Like when we went, they still had the Horror Nights stuff up, but it wasn't Horror Night. <laughs> to me, I was like, mm, you could have took that down. Yeah. Looks a bit tacky, like. As you said before, there's a super <laughs> fine line between tack and yeah. tasteful. I happened to audition for a big company <laughs> in Japan that does horror nights, da, da, da. <laughs> and um, I really wanted the job. I didn't get it, but I really wanted it. And the role was like a witch and I had to sit in a chair and it was for, it was an advert for the horror night. Okay. Um, and the advert, when I saw it, it was like two seconds. I was like, why did you do casting for this? Like, it's mad what they do castings for. Yeah, like, the, you, you the can't most even, brief appearance. Yeah, and she's not even scary. Like, in the advert, I guess it's because it's an advert, so you don't want to be too scary, but... Mm. Like, they in their thing, they really drilled it up, like, do this, do this, do that. I thought, oh, wow, the whole thing is going to be, like, about this witch character. And, she like, she was in it for, like, one second. <laughs> like, the, they walked up to the the witch and she, like, looked up and then it was, like, that was it. They were, like, ah! And it was, that was it. It was more about the the people that were coming to see the witch thing. Right. But I was, like, wow, they, like, really drilled it up for mm. this casting. And made us do all sorts of weird stuff, you know, like... That's strange. Maybe they just changed their mind when it comes to the editing process. Yeah. They're like, well, we can't use all this stuff that we've we've got, so we'll yeah. use this little tiny clip. And Yeah. I, I thought I did really well in that audition too. <laughs> I love being creepy. I'd rather do stuff like that than, like, cute, pretty stuff. Yeah, it's always more fun. Yeah, I'd rather do, like, oh, you can be, like, a decrepit old witch I'm like yeah sign me up I'd yeah. rather do that <laughs> so I was really enjoying it and like some of the other models were like mm, I don't want to do this you know it's a bit mm, like I think it depends on your personality yeah that's true if you're I think actually if you prefer acting yeah it's more enjoyable to you yeah, when you can true. play something that is uncomfortable yeah and makes other people other people feel uncomfortable mm. but if you don't like acting no you probably would go for, I'm just going to be this nice little fairy. Yeah, because it's fairy. weird how they went to a modelling agency yeah. to, to cast this witch over a... I think she's supposed to be beautiful, but then, like, like enticing, changed. but then changes to, uh, like, creepy. So, but I just thought it was interesting that I go to a modelling agency because some of the models that I was with in the casting room, they're like, oh, no, I've never acted in my life. And... and um. You know, whereas I'd luckily done similar things, you know, in costume and, like, quite enjoy it. So yeah. I was like, this is up my street. I just hoped that they, I don't know, saw my passion. But after seeing the advert, I don't, I don't know who got it. I don't know who got the job. I, I can't, I cannot tell from that one second. It just shows thing. that it could have been anyone then, couldn't it? If it was so such small a piece of what they was, were going like, to use. Yeah, but they were so particular in the audition mm. and there was a lot of people there as well for casting and there was... Yeah. Um, they had, like, a translator and everything. Do you think they do that as, and as film, they filmed part it of too. a... It's almost like bluster. 
they're trying to create they they whip up like oh, a, a without theme. a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. Like I I auditioned for um another big company where they have characters in a theme park. Yeah. And um the whole audition process was like whoa this job is so incredible you really want it you get this benefit and this benefit and here's the music and smile and isn't it incredible and everyone wants it so bad and then I got through to the final stage and they're like okay in this room there's about five of us that get through and I got put in this room and it was like it was it took all the magic away like that it's not funny I went in there all the costumes were there and the wigs and everything, and it wasn't like, wow, here you are, can you believe it, you made it. It was literally like, go and sit over there, <laughs> fill out that form. And we were like, put the, put the costume. It's like going from Narnia back into the cupboard. Yeah. <laughs> it was horrible. And then the girls that you just auditioned with were then put into costume, mm. and you just sat with them. Yeah. So I was just sitting there with, you know. This princess and that princess. That princess, yeah. And yeah. they were like, oh, so yesterday I went down to the bakery and I like this one girl actually just worked in a bakery she was like so I work in this bakery and I um I just thought I'd pop down to come and I'll meet here I am I'm dressed as Cinderella and and she got the job that girl particular girl she she was she was beautiful but she had no experience or anything not that that matters but it was just like you're not no 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 you're not like, you're this girl that I just auditioned with. You're not the <laughs> princess. Please, don't ruin the magic for me. Yeah, I know what um, you mean. Yeah, and, then, and it was just weird. It was just weird to be sitting there with the princesses that you go up to in the park and you're so like, oh, I can't wait to meet you. And there they are just talking about, you know, that they went drinking last night or they went to the gym the other day. And I'm yeah. like, no, no, stop talking. <laughs> we're not talking about this now, we're talking about magic. And I was the same, like they were like, oh, I can't stop looking at you because it just looks like, I'm like, yeah, but I'm not. <laughs> yeah, that's you know weird, what I mean? doesn't it? It just, doesn't it just show, let's say that girl who was working in a bakery next month, yeah, potentially off to a different country or whatever that might be. Yeah, And she wasn't even going to go. She like, she just thought, oh, I'll just go. But, just on the off chance. She wasn't, like, trained in anything. Yeah. Um, so she didn't think she'd get through, but she just looked the part. She okay. looked exactly like that character. So It that, just shows at the, the beginning of the audition process, though. Mm. They must... They'll say they'll see people coming through. Mm. And from the very beginning, they must be like... Oh, absolutely. They've got their eye almost on, let's say the top five people that could pick for this particular Without role. a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt. And if they do all the other things correctly. Yeah. Um, you know, but also they only have positions for certain roles or something like that, they said. So um, they might have just been saying that. Okay. But they have already clocked from other countries how many of each character they need. So they've got a quota to fill for. They've got a quota, yeah. So it's like, okay, well, we can only offer it to this many girls. Yeah. So we've already got that many. So you're like an extra kind of thing. Like we don't need another of that character. We're looking for this other specific character. Yeah. And I don't think they mess around either. You know, they're just like, no, 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 or yes, yes. And, you know. Yeah, they wouldn't have time, would they? I've come close every single time, but it's always, I'm always pipped. Just right, slightly off the mark on the... On slightly the, off, yeah. But when, when the parameters are so particular, yeah. that's mm. the only way it can be, isn't it? And yeah. if you're slightly off on, the, let's say, your face is too small, mm. as was the case. They didn't, they didn't tell me that, but the makeup artist on one of... I'm not going to say which one, one of them, um, when I put the wig on, um, he, he told me the tea. Right. And that's what they. That's why they wouldn't ask me because they said my forehead was too small and the wig would drown your head. Drown my head, yeah. Yeah. So, but he he convinced them. He was like, "Please, just let me put her in costume." Yeah. But he, they they weren't having it. They were like, "Nope, tiny face, get out." <laughs> <laughs> Be gone, small head. They didn't head. really do that. They were very kind and they were very nice. That's good in the audition process. Yeah. Anyway. Let's wrap it up there for episode three. Um, Thanks for listening and we hope you come back for 
episode four. Yeah. And if you have anything in particular you'd like us to talk about or any questions, we should um, we should set up an email. From the next episode, we'll introduce uh, like a, a way you can contact us. That'd be nice, wouldn't it, to like see if anyone's actually listening yeah. or any questions or absolutely um, any advice on anything, mm-hmm. you know? Thank you for listening. It, it really does mean a lot and it, please stay. <laughs> stay with me <laughs> we will speak to you very soon yeah have a wonderful day take care bye bye bye